Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue looking the Gospel of John in the sixth ta- in the sixth chapter. Uh, Jesus is answering some questions that have been brought up by the multitude. And you remember what happened? The multitude woke up in the morning and saw a boat gone. They knew that Jesus had put the disciples on that boat. There was only one boat. They couldn't find Jesus. I thought, well, where did he go? So they hopped in boats and they went to Capernaum because they knew that's where they were headed to search him out. Well, they found him. And you remember what he said in the last two, cha- uh, last two verses that we looked at last time? Uh, this is verse 26, chapter 6. Jesus answered them and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not work for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him the Father has set his seal. So he's telling them, hey, don't work for the food that you see here in the world. Now, we must have food in the world, yes. We must must work, okay? We know that. He says, but don't work to that end. He said, what you need to do is to work for the food which endures to eternal life. And he says, the Son of Man will give that to you. So verse 28, they respond. Therefore, they said to him, what shall we do so that we may work the works of God? And so they're, you know, they're locked in the mindset of works. That's the way they were raised. That's the way they're thinking. Jesus sort of plays on that because he knows where their minds are. So verse 29, Jesus answers. And he said to them, this is the work of God. Okay. He's about to give a directed answer. Are you ready? This is the work of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. What is the work of God? What is the work to where you can gain that everlasting bread, that bread that will lead to eternal life? You believe in him who he has sent. You believe in the one who Father God has sent. And the one that he sent is the Son of Man, is the Lord Jesus Christ. So what was their response to that? Verse 30 tells us. So they said to him, What then do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? (laughs) We sit there and go, How thick-headed can you be? Then all of a sudden we realize, Oh, well, you know, we're pretty much that thick-headed in relationship to a lot of things. And so you think, Well, why were they doing this? Because they had just seen him multiply the loaves of bread and the fish, and that was a sign. Many of them would have seen and or have known about the previous signs that he had done, uh, the changing the water into wine, uh, the healing of the uh, a royal official, you know, that type of thing. There were several things he had done. But we don't really have to bring up any conjecture because the next verse tells us what their mind was. So verse 30 again, they're saying this, what do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? And then they say this, and by they, it's not that they're all quoting this in unison. This is the argument that's being presented before Jesus. Verse 31, they're saying this, our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. So they're sitting there reminding Jesus about how 
their fathers had eaten manna during the wilderness, and they're quoting the scripture at him. He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. So it's it's a less than subtle thing of saying, <clears throat> uh, "What's for lunch today?" You know, are you going to do another miracle like that? Okay, are you going to do another miracle in some form or fashion where we can eat? Jesus responds to it, verse thirty-two. And Jesus then said to him, "Truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses." who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it's my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. He's saying this, that which you received by Moses, and by Moses means by the law during that time, it was all granted by God, the manna was. He said, but that was, that was bread. Moses didn't give you the bread out of heaven. That was just for your daily sustenance that God granted to you. But here he says, my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. It is Father God who brings forth the true bread. Verse 33, Jesus has continued to speak. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. So we see that when Jesus had the encounter with the uh, Samaritan woman at the well, he speaks to her in terms of water because she was sitting there getting water. Here, they're wanting some food, some bread. He speaks to them in terms of bread. And he's acknowledging, he's saying, it's the Father who releases the true bread from heaven. Now, as we go through the chapter, he's going to say some things. He's going to get more and more pointed about the fact that he is the bread of life, that he is the bread from heaven. Look what he says in verse 34. So they come along. I'm sorry, they say this in verse 34. Then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. And quite reminiscent of what the Samaritan woman said. Give me this water to where I don't have to come out to this well anymore. Verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. <coughs> Excuse me. And he who believes in me will never thirst. So notice what Jesus is telling them. He's saying, you know what? I'm the bread of life. I'm the one sent by Father. If you come to me, okay, notice there's two things he says. He says, come, and he says, believe. He says, if you come, you will not hunger. If you believe, you will never thirst. He's going to meet every need in the natural, yes, but in the spirit realm. Jesus continues, verse 36. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. So he's confronted them with the fact that they'd already seen some of the things he'd done. They'd heard the things he had done. Now they're wanting more because they're just wanting more fruit of the blessing of the miracles that he was doing. And they did not yet believe. Tell you what, folks, I think there's a lot that profess to be Christians that profess to be in the body of Christ and have received the blessing of the Lord. And yet they have not truly believed. Yeah, they, they get a tingle when they hear a great word and a great message and a great lesson and a great teaching, or they hear wonderful worship or they've got great fellowship and friends there, but they themselves have not truly believed. They have not really come to Jesus. They have not truly believed. And so within them, there is still a hunger. There is still a thirsting. And the Lord is the one that grants that. The Lord is the one that will satisfy that hunger and that thirsting. Anything else is false belief and false uh, profession. And Jesus is saying that. He says, you know what? You've seen me, and yet you still do not believe. Receive the word of warning here, folks. Do not be like that. 
Examine yourself, as the scripture says, to see if you be of the faith. Take it before the Lord. Seek him. Ask him. He will convict. He will reveal. He will draw you to himself. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.